The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. Olympic Channel podcast. Hi, I'm Panela Rinong. I'm from Malaysia and I'm a diver. Pandalela is 27 and already an Olympic diving veteran. Two Olympic medals, one bronze and a silver from three Olympic appearances. She's the very first Malaysian woman ever to win an Olympic medal and her country, Malaysia, are usually obsessed with badminton, but they also became a bit obsessed with diving and Pandalela. Her success has left her feeling isolated at times and she spent her lockdown time with her brother a much needed catch up with her sibling playing ps4 games a little bit of training and also cooking in between she also found some time to catch up with us too olympic, olympic channel, channel podcast pandalela it's really great to see you how are you really great to see you too i'm fine thank you <laughs> Uh, can you remember the feeling of when you first started to dive and how it made you feel? At first, it was started in uh, elementary school. At that time, I was uh, invited by this one diving coach. Uh, when I went to the swimming pool, I saw this diving platform uh, opposite the swimming pool. So I asked her whether I can try to jump from that platform. And then she said yes. So I tried to jump from the lowest, which is one meter, uh, one meter platform. And then gradually I start to jump from the five meter. And then uh, the first jump made me feel excited as I was the only one who dared to jump from the uh, one meter and also the three meter platform. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, at the time I didn't know how to swim yet. So basically, the coach just wait, waiting for me <laughs> uh, uh, and in the water and then uh, prepared to grab me after I jump in. It's, I feel like a sense of accomplishment after every jump because the rest of the, uh, the, rest of the students, there are no one there to jump from that three meter. It's not the usual way to learn how to dive. Dive first, learn how to swim later. <laughs> True, true. Yeah. Yeah, I think my curiosity yeah, <laughs> made me do that. There's nothing like a bit of motivation and Pandalela learnt how to swim. And her diving career took off very quickly. Aged just 15, she ended up qualifying for the Olympic Games in Beijing, China. To be honest, uh, when I was 15, which is in 2008, uh, nobody expect me to qualify to Olympic at all. Not even me. But I just don't know why. <laughs> uh, maybe I performed well during the qualifying and then I lent me a place in the Olympic. And then in the Olympic Games, um, I got an aching back during the competition, so I didn't perform really well. No, nevertheless, uh, it was like, uh, a great memory and a great lesson for me to like um, moving forward and to do better in the next two Olympics. In 2008, I came in 27 out of 29 divers. 
but in the next Olympics, which is in London, I got uh, number three. <laughs> 2012 must have been uh, an insanely proud moment for you because you were the first female flag bearer for Malaysia and that's such a, an honour. Um, when you were handed the flag, it's really big, <laughs> the flag. In the 2012 Olympics, uh, just before they announced that I will be the flag bearer, I'll, I got this like shoulder injury. <laughs> and then I was quite worried that whether I can actually <laughs> hold the flag throughout the opening ceremony. <laughs> but luckily, uh, like, luckily it's not so bad, like it's not too heavy and yeah, <laughs> I, did, I nailed it. <laughs> you feel uh not everyone has a great relationship with their bronze medal but did how is your relationship with your bronze medal i think we're still best friends <laughs> yeah it was it was because it was really unexpected oh, oh sorry <laughs> that's okay a few technical difficulties as as Pandalela throws her phone almost out the 17th floor of her uh, apartment <laughs> <laughs> Did you really like your bronze medal? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, I really love it. <laughs> After 2012, Pandalela became famous, and that meant more opportunities. It also meant more scrutiny. Because of this fame, the things that I used to do normally, but after, after, after that fame, um, I cannot do it anymore. <laughs> after that, that, people start to recognize me more and it, like, it, it kind of limit my freedom and also my privacy. Because mm. I guess it's, at first it's kind of fun, like people recognize who you are and you've worked really hard in the pool all the time, right? I guess. It, there's a there's a dark side to that as well, which is difficult to to deal with. How do you deal with it? Um, how you say like if that criticism is like helping me to be better, then I will do it. I will improve myself. But if it's just something that's very mean, that's like bringing me down, I will just um let it go and then just forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. That's a. Uh, it's easy to say and hard to do. I I still still trying to be a bigger person. Yeah, still trying to like forgive and forget. Ready? Go. <laughs> and you'd have to say that looked a little better than the Chinese. I thought it certainly looked better than the Chinese. It's going to be really interesting to see how it was scored picked up a bronze at the World Championships in the 10 meter platform in 2015. And then in 2016, in the 10 meter synchro, you took a silver medal. How much did you enjoy Rio 2016? Uh, to be honest, 2016 Rio was actually uh, more stressful for me because the, the expectation is higher. And people, the Malaysian, they just expect me to deliver. Compared to the, uh, if you, if I compare to London 2012, nobody actually expect me to 
uh, deliver a medal, but in Rio 2016, they, uh, they are very hopeful uh, and they expect me to deliver a medal or, uh, uh, or like maintain my performance. So it was, it was it, even though a silver medal is an absolutely incredible achievement, it's one of the hardest things to get in the entire world. It, some people don't think it's good enough. As I get stronger uh, or achieve, uh, more, achieve more results, uh, I tend to get lonelier. Like I spend more time in diving compared to spending time with my friends and family because of my diving commitments, right? So end up like I kind of just focus more on the uh, diving other, uh, other than my personal life. So you sacrificed a lot for those Olympic medals and all the other important medals along the, along the way in terms of social and family commitments. I never, uh, I haven't celebrated my birthday at home since I think since uh, since two thousand seven. <laughs> so uh, ten wow. years already. I celebrate outside, <laughs> overseas. Go. Beautiful dive. You could really see the concentration on their faces before they took off it. Real look of determination. 2018, you had the Commonwealth Games. Uh, you you won there, uh, but you also had there was there was an incident with Chinese New Year. So it was like a lot of ups and downs for you in 2018. I mean, what lessons did you learn from 2018 and that difficult time after after Rio? The fam can bring you up but also can bring you down and as you get stronger you tend to get lonelier because there are a lot of obstacles coming in challenges coming in um people who are not happy when you achieve something that's what happened <laughs> yeah that's one of the rough days and also challenges that i have to face in this career so why do you carry on? Why, why, what, what motivates you each day to keep on diving? Why, why do you keep doing it every single day? Because I actually want to prove them wrong. And also want to uh, prove that I want to be better and also trying to prove them wrong. <laughs> I like that. It's a good mantra. <laughs> I also dispute point two. I say you're not trying to be better. I think you want to be the best. I think better is not good enough for you. Yeah, maybe. Would you agree? I'm just being humble. <laughs> <laughs> After all this training and after all the criticism, uh, we head into an Olympic year. It's really exciting. Everything is, is, is aligning for a good Olympic moment. And then bang, something that no one expected. I guess, how are you, how are you actually training day to day in Malaysia at the moment? And how severe are things where you're based? Uh, there's actually a gym 
swim in my uh, in my apartment, but and also a pool, but both of them are closed. <laughs> oh. So for the moment, I'm just trading uh, in in my room, just doing some physical and core strengthening exercise, and also some uh, diving visualization technique. Are you completely on your own then? Are you living with anybody? Do you see anybody else at the moment? Um, no, I'm living with my brother. So it's a, like a perfect uh, sibling bonding time. We learn how to cook and also play, uh, play PS4 games together. So it's quite fun for me. Yeah, it's been a long time since I spent my time with my brother like that. Yeah. Uh, I I also saw that you uh, you like art and drawing. Uh, I saw you drew uh, Pikachu. Yeah, because I love anime. <laughs> ah, you do love anime. So, which who are your favorite characters and and uh, and why why do you like them? Uh, there's a lot, but mainly uh, I fall in love with Pokemon first. So yeah, that's why I like to draw the Pokemon. Okay, and so come on, who is your favorite Pokemon, like, and why? Who, what, what, which one do you would you pick? Of course, it's Pikachu, right? <laughs> because it's cute. That's all. <laughs> it's cute and it's like uh, very charismatic. <laughs> After her diving career finishes, Pandalela's plan is to carry on her studies. It seems like all her time is allocated. I wondered what she would do if she had no plans and had a perfect day off. My perfect day would be um, waking up at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning and then cook my favourite breakfast, uh, which is fried egg noodles. Uh, Go do some stretching and also exercise before I start my day by joining my favorite uh, anime character which is Pikachu on a journey to conquer the world. (laughs) One thing I wasn't expecting was conquer the world. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm trying to conquer the world with my Pikachu. Okay, watch out. It's been so much fun. I've I've really enjoyed getting to know you better, and thank you very much. That was that was really good. Yeah, and I also enjoy this <laughs> Olympic Channel podcast. Big thanks to Panda Layla. She is just Panda Layla on Instagram. P A N D E L E. LA and I'm at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E. Give Olympic Channel a follow too. You can find us in all the usual social media places. If you're like me, you're missing your trips to the pool or even the beach and you might need some food for your imagination, then I have a suggestion. Surfing legend Stephanie Gilmore came on the podcast recently and was her usual forthright self. Here's a clip from that interview. It's never been a dream of mine to have kids, even to get married. You know, I never even really imagined myself doing those things. I'm open to it for sure. Um, and I've had moments in relationships, you know, where I'm so madly in love with a guy that I'm like, oh, my God, yes, let's do it. But then I'm kind of, you know, it doesn't happen. And I'm like, oh, actually, maybe that's not for me. I'm pretty, I feel like I kind of shift around a lot in my thought processes about those things, my feelings about those things. But 
Um, but yeah, it's an interesting topic for women, for female athletes to know, you know, do you do it young and get out of the way or do you just like wait till the end of your career? If I wait till the end of my career, who knows? I could be 55. Go and check that out if you haven't already. It's really, really fun. A five-star review on the podcast app would be wonderful. Write some words in there for us too as a little review. That would be absolutely amazing. Thank you if you've already done that. That's is it for now, though? See you very soon. Think like an Olympian.